you know, remembering that life happens for you, not to you, and just knowing that if you just feel what you need to feel, but instead of pushing it aside and trying to fill a void. Mm. Work through it. Just work through it and just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. YouTube or social media is like a TV show. And if you're Mm. not doing seasons, people are going to tap out. If you can shut the door on something, it allows space for other doors to for open. For other doors to open, but a lot of people think you're going to shut the door and then the door you're literally going to walk out and the next door is going to be yeah. open. Sometimes there's a lag. It's just slowing down the momentum and allowing space for what's truly meant to be in your life to come in. Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy and fulfilment along the way. Beautiful people, welcome to our second last episode of the year. As we approach the height of the silly season, you might be feeling like it's all a bit too hectic. I know I definitely have. So it's the perfect time to introduce you to their wonderful Bloom app and its co-founders, Chloe Sepp and Molly Jane. These two started off as country town girls, but ended up riding the original waves of social media from the early days and crafting careers for themselves. While they both might have felt something was still missing, those initial careers led them to each other through Bondi Sands and ultimately resulted in the birth of their baby, the Bloom app. Designed to help you bloom into a better version of yourself, Bloom focuses on reducing stress levels, overactive minds and positively impacting mental and physical health. It has guided meditations, movements, mindful colouring, journaling, music and so many other tools with much more to come. I hope you enjoy finding out more. Okay. I was about to say welcome, ladies, but you've just welcomed me to where you were already. So thank you for welcoming me here. <laughs> thank you for thank you for coming. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> thank you for having us. We're not actually using my mics today, guys, and this setup is amazing. I'm like, feel really professional. It is a yeah. professional room. Yeah. You step it in, you're like. I'm ready to speak. I know. <laughs> I am. It really opens the throat chakra <laughs> as you walk in the door. Oh, that's. You know what? Yeah. That's what I was just, God, my throat chakra is open. It's just wide open. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first this reaction. That's what it does. And, you know, we were actually opening our throat chakras before all our podcasts we had to do today. And we were in here literally screaming. Yeah, we Like did. just screaming. Oh. No one can hear us out there. I know. But totally our throat proof. chakras are so open. Just okay, well, I have so to catch ready. up now. So, hold yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> so before we kick off, the very first question I ask everyone on the podcast is what the most down-to-earth thing is about you. Because I think particularly when you you have a business and a following and an audience, even the people who are great, which you guys are, you're so good at sharing all sides of your life. I think it can still seem quite glossy and, you know, intimidating when you first come across people who, who are doing great things. So to break the ice, what's something really down to earth about you guys? Chloe, do you want to start? You can start. All right, I'll start. The most down to earth thing about me would, I grew up in a country town yeah. Nice. So country gal. Country gal. So you can 
what's the saying? You can take the the girl out of the, out country, of the country, but you, you can't, ta- can't take, take the, the country, country out of the, the gal. Um, <laughs> I'm so low maintenance. It's actually a joke. And I really, I'm not about the fluff at all. Um, I'm about the purpose. It's not about it. I'm just not about the fluff at all. <laughs> I appreciate the fluff and, you know, I appreciate that people do love that and that's fine because we're all different. But mm. I, I have been in this world and I've seen some sides and some things and it just it doesn't interest me. Mm. Um, so I, I am a very down-to-earth gal. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Chloe? Mine would have to be, I just love like the simple life, like the beach. I love nature around me and just being able to just walk down to the beach, get a fresh air. And like, I would be happy if I had a house on the beach forever. Oh my God. And you just moved up north? Or just like near the beach. Mm. How's Brizzy? Yeah. The weather being warmer. Oh, I come back here and I'm like, oh. It's chilly. Lovely Melbourne weather. (laughs) Oh, it was like 35 yesterday or something. Yeah. So confusing. I know. (laughs) I want my puffer today. I was like, what is going on? (laughs) You can't even put it away safely. It's like November. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I have another question just before we get into the actual juicy stuff. How was the Miller wedding? (laughs) It was this weekend. Yeah, it was was magical. It was magical. It was. Boho dreams. It, it was yeah, insane. aesthetically the most pleasing wedding wedding I've ever been to. Yeah. There was so much love in the air. Um, it was a lot smaller than I thought it would be, mm, and intimate. so intimate. And just like Steph and Josh were just so in love, and the family, like all the speeches yeah. and everything. It was just. Um, there was a lot of love in the air, and oh. yeah, it was, I think you could tell from yeah. this. So we got married exactly a month before Steph and Josh, oh, and have been like comparing yeah. notes and like in the lead up. Well, I was like, oh my god, Steph, I remember this day. Yeah. Like for me, it was like exactly a month before. Yeah, uh, and like all of us were just sitting waiting for the photos. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people were. My yeah. Instagram views on my story went up a lot that day. I was like, I didn't take any videos. We yeah, yeah. Before. I put my phone down. Yeah, we Isn't just. I think everybody did. It though. was nice. Everyone was in the present moment. And That's we were so dan- What I loved about it is we were all dancing before speeches even. Yeah. yeah. Like the dance floor was packed before we even got into anything, which to me. Such that, a good sign. That's a good sign of a good wedding. Like yeah, tick. You've I done agree. your job, Josh and Steph. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's so good. We did the same thing. We were like going through the photos the next day and there were, there were like quite a few videos, but most people didn't get photo. Like they were like, wait. We didn't get a photo together yeah. because we put our phones down. And I was like, "That's amazing! That's that so means good. you were having the best time." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially for social media people. Yeah, to not have videos and stories and yes. everything. They were like, "Can you just send us something from the photographer?" Yeah. Did you have the best day? The best yeah. day. It's so just, good. I think if you decide, like Steph was the same, if you decide it's going to be the best day of your life, yeah. and nothing's really going to stress you out. Like she was a bit, I remember talking to her about the weather. She was like a little bit stressed and we did outside as well. But once Mm. you kind of make a decision that you just want it to be a big party, you don't care about like the cutlery, all the small details that no one's going to remember. And you're just with your your favourite people and everyone's dancing. I know, the music stopped at 4.30am. Yeah. Oh my Yeah, I know, because it was on the farm. It was... um, There were no, like, restrictions. There was no restrictions. And you guys were glamping, right? We were glamping. (laughs) So we were in the tent having a bit of a party. We were having a party. Like, we tried to go to sleep, but we were like, you know what? How can you go to sleep when everyone else is like... You couldn't. Yeah. Bush (laughs) doofing. Yeah, bush (laughs) doofing. But it was like, whoever was DJing at one point, I was like, he's that good. Was it Khan? No, I think it was Alex Hayes, was it? Oh, and Sam. Evans, they were 
It was so the, good. It was really good. I'd oh, hire them. I'd hire wings them. are the best. I know they are. I just you, you cry at the drop of a hat too. Oh my god, I know, yeah. I know. Like just I should have plastic plastic mascara in my face. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I had black every had to retouch up so many times. <laughs> All right. So the very first section is called WayTA, which is pretty much the story of how you guys got to where you are today. And I'm so excited to talk about the blue map, but I think one of the most exciting and relatable parts for other people to hear is how you got there. Because it can seem like, you know, you just woke up one day and you had this idea and you were like, I found my thing. But I think it takes so much, you know, the path is never linear. Mm-mm. Most of the time you don't know what you're doing and it takes a lot of steps before you, you get to the idea that's the one. Mm-hmm. So can you go all the way back to your younger selves and tell us about, you know, your child selves? Whoever would like to begin. I, I, I will start. <laughs> Let's go with you, Moles. Um, okay, so childhood. So I had... Um, a wonderful childhood. My family were the nicest family. Um, Ballarat, right? Ballarat, that's right. A rat gal. And then I ended up, I went to school. School wasn't necessarily for me. Um, And I was saying to someone earlier, I just knew that even when I was there, like that I just was put on this earth to do something that was bigger than me that I Mm. couldn't necessarily articulate or put into words yet. But I just knew that I didn't belong where I was. So for me, school always felt like a bit of a waiting game. Wow. Like you were just biding your time. Just biding my time until I could just close that chapter. While I was there, I um, did suffer from an eating disorder. And then it turned into, well, I think it actually started chronic fatigue and then it went into an eating disorder. So school was a hard time and there was a lot of bullying as well. Um, And then finished school, I met my high school sweetheart, obviously at high school. We were, (laughs) I was 17 and I had a 14 year relationship with him. Wow. Yes. So that only just recently fell apart. So for within those 14 years, though, there are a lot of ups and downs. We yeah. lived in London for two years. Um, I talk about manifesting and, you know, I knew how I wanted to feel in a job, but I never knew what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I just always remembered how I wanted to feel. And from that, Bondi Sands appeared. Right. So the story with Bondi Sands, like, I knew one of the owners randomly. I was working at his beauty salon. He was like, can you do a couple of Facebook posts on Instagram? And then from there, Bondi Sands just turned into the biggest thing ever. And I went on a wonderful ride with those guys and had some of the best years of my life. Six years, you know, flown all over the world, private jets, some (laughs) epic, 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 epic product launches, like live streams, like it was awesome. And then at the start of the year, one day I just woke up and I was like, okay, this chapter's done. It's so interesting you say that because I think life is, it's a chapters game. It is. You think that you have to find your forever thing and it's and it's, it's not how it works. It's never going to end. Yeah. It's never going to end. So, you know, when, uh, yeah, I, I quit and I didn't know I was going to make an app. And basically, so, yeah, with my cutting back to when my husband and I, when things went a bit sour for us, that was probably about two years ago. So I've always been a really spiritual person and I've always been into all of this. Like I started yoga in year nine. I was going to tarot card readers in, you know, year eight. Like I I live and breathe this lifestyle. 
So, but I think I really made a commitment to myself when I hit my version of rock bottom mm. with um, my marriage breakdown and everything that came from that. Um, that that was just when I decided there and then that I was going to commit to healing and do whatever it takes to break old patterns mm. and you know if you've been with someone for 14 years that's nearly half my life I have got like there's programs and things like I didn't even really know who I truly was because I put his opinion before my own for 14 years and in those formative years when you're that's you right. know, from teenagehood it's like uh, such a crucial time such a you, crucial time you develop your relationship with yourself and if you're not really having any time on your own you kind of don't get to do that and you don't realize because I don't think you have self-awareness at that age and so that's one thing that we really want to teach people Mm. is having self-awareness like if we can get into schools and and talk to people about having self-awareness you can make better informative decisions that align with your intuition um, and listen to your gut more um, but yeah, so I could go on on tangents all day, but basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is all about tangents, know, so, so feel free to indulge yeah, them. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, two years ago, I really, really committed to this spiritual journey mm. and in doing so, I, by, by making the commitment to myself, I am finally starting to see the benefits of that now. That is so amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, people always say that rock bottom is the strongest foundation for you to build anything on. So yeah. even if you do hit, you know, the lowest time in your life, you yeah. can only go upwards. And, and in most cases, good things fall apart so better things can fall together. Yeah. And the transition from one to the other is often like awful and shit and it feels terrible. Mm-hmm. But that's when you kind of blossom again. and When, when you, you get to yeah, yeah, put the pieces all yeah. back together in the way that you choose. Correct. And that's why the number, like I've I've said this before as well, but the quote that got me through was the only way out is through. Yeah. So, you know, remembering that life happens for you, not to you, and just knowing that if you just feel what you need to feel and get through, you know, however it is that you need to get through, but instead of pushing it aside and trying to fill a void. Mm, Work through it. Just work through it and just know that, and I want people to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, absolutely. I I also love that you said you felt like you were biding your time because I think that's a feeling that not just in school for people who, because school doesn't suit everyone. It's not, you can't have a system that suits everyone, but even in jobs, like when I was a corporate lawyer, I was biding my time. That's Mm. exactly what I was doing. And I think people need to hear that it's okay to be in that phase. Some phases of your life aren't your igniting phases. They're your phases where you're just like, this is just, I just need to pass some time until the next thing comes up. And that's that's exactly right. And it's about being okay in those moments. And the moment you can be okay, even in the biting time moments, is the moment that the right things will end up coming. Absolutely. Rather than forcing the next thing, it's like, just let things come. I think we come. force a lot of things wanting to make them work and they're yeah. not necessarily the right things. And that's where tension and stress and anxiety kind of come up because you're like trying to fit square pegs in round holes all the mm-hmm. time rather than waiting for something that does fit kind of who you are and yeah. where you want to be. For sure. What about you, Chloe? 
I forget how young you are. Like even in your way TA, I'm like, I hadn't even started my way TA when I was your age and you've already achieved so much at such a young age. Guys, Chloe is 21. She just turned 21 this year. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. When I was 21, there is no way I would have started two businesses. I'm like, I was like drunk in a gutter, like who yeah, even me knows? Too. <laughs> I mean, you do both really well. It's called balance, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like mine yeah. is... Almost a little bit similar in that we both kind of grew up in country towns. Mm-hmm. I was in like Ipswich. Oh, which yeah. Is, yeah, out in the sticks. Um, and I didn't like school at all. Like I changed schools about three times in high school wow. because I just hated every school. And then mm. I just realised at the end that I actually just didn't like school. It wasn't <laughs> the place. It wasn't a school. And like it changing was school schools altogether. wasn't going to help anything. <laughs> it was just that I didn't like school. So I dropped out in grade 12. Um, through that time my parents were going through like a divorce which was quite hard because it was quite um, I guess yeah it was it's a tough age to go through that yeah it was quite um, it's when you need stability when you're kind of at that you know yeah exactly it's a hard time of your life yeah so I was about um, 14 then (gasps) which is I feel like 14 is when you're kind of going through like um, like you've got everything happening, like friends, school. Mm. I had a bit of like um, problems with my body as well at that time. I feel like our story is quite similar. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why we're soul sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like, I feel like I had to be independent from quite a young age mm. from that happening. And um, yeah, dropping out of school. And then I moved to Melbourne quite young. So I had no friends here. I was just kind of by myself. I had Mitchell and his family. But that, like, it seemed better than the life I was living there. So I wanted to move. It was like that chapter there had finished. And it was like a whole new thing in Melbourne. So I moved. um, I got into social media quite young. So I was probably like 15 in social media. I was flying to Sydney back and forth all the time. So I wasn't your average like 14, 15-year-old. I was always doing things that like a 19-year-old would be doing, which is probably why I have maybe achieved quite a bit at a young age because I was – I was like 18 when I was 14. Yeah, you were being treated that way. Yeah, (laughs) I had older sisters and they were like, let's go out. So I would go out with them when I was like 15, which is pretty bad. But I guess everything started at a very young age for me. Mm. Um, But yeah, then I moved and I feel like I never really slowed down because to kind of assess the trauma that had happened in my life, like me just jumping from thing to thing, I never really stopped and thought about like maybe I do have a few problems or – and then when I met Mitch – I feel like when you have a partner, they make you conscious of everything about you. (laughs) Yeah. They point out the stuff and you're like, oh. You become aware of like the things. I became really aware. Like he was my, found my toxic kind of traits. And that's when I started kind of healing was because I didn't want to be that person. Mm. But um, I was still really young. So like healing at that age, you're still going through all the messy teenage stuff. Like friend no friends in melbourne and then friendships falling breaking down this is all over the shop hmm. <laughs> no but this is what life is right my whole like adolescence <laughs> is so all over the shop i still can't even hmm. comprehend it myself and i'm still like um healing from things that happened in my past hmm. um but yeah that's what brought me i guess to this journey is because i know that i've 
struggled a lot and still continue to struggle, which has brought me to wanting to heal that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that, you know, often like, so I'm in my 30s, you're in your 30s. Mm-hmm. A lot of people always say, oh, God, thank God there was no social media around when we were 15 because like we wouldn't have been able to cope with it. Mm. And you're such a good example of someone who has actually grown up in your formative years with that mm-hmm. and have come out the other end finding things you know having experimented with what works and what doesn't and what's hard and what isn't and you are an example of someone who has gone through that that we laugh about all the time and and not a total fucker like you actually have turned that experience into something which is going to help other people in your position that's amazing it has taught me a lot and like there's a bit of pressure with it as well but that also teaches me a lot too yeah like molly was saying before in the previous podcast we did that um Oh, my God, I just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's <Okay>. fine. <laughs> it can make you or break you, right? And it seems like you've been able to use the whole experience as a way to help others. Like, turn, you've turned it into something. You've turned it mm-hmm. into – it's one thing to grow an audience and you guys are – I mean, Molly took – Bondi Sands from its zero to 700K kind of phase and Chloe has 500,000 followers herself – to grow an audience is, you know, it's no mean feat, but then to actually use it for something. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there that don't have a, a, a kind of purpose for it. They just mm-hmm. have it and it's awesome, but they haven't chosen what they want to use it for. Yeah. But it seems like you guys have really found that, yes, we've grown these followings and, yes, we've got this community, mm. but we want to give them more than just what we use yeah. on our skin or what we wear. We want to actually change the way they interact with themselves Correct. and their yeah, well, I guess world. Because we went through stuff, mm. we have gone through our dark times, so we want to help people go through their dark times yeah. to make mm. it a little bit easier for them. Yeah. And see, this is what, like, I could talk about social media and mindfulness all day. Mm. Just, people are so quick to judge social media and be like, it's so bad, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But if social media wasn't around... During my darkest moments, I wouldn't have taught myself all of the tools that I needed to survive, basically, Mm. because I could connect with like-minded people. I could look at pages who offer different services. What I think the missing thing is, is like this is why we want to get into schools and possibly even change the curriculum at some point. We've got big goals. But we want social media to be an actual subject where it's crossed with mindfulness as well so having self-awareness and from that place of self-awareness understand why you're using social media and teach people how to use social media correctly and properly Mm. from the word go so they're not using it as a validation thing they're not using it as you know to try and get likes or you know to do all that but to actually educate people from the very beginning to use social media as a tool and in a way that can help their career that can help their business but can also be used to spread a positive message Mm. and raise the consciousness of the world so I think I just want to add on to what Chloe so she started all this social media world so so young however because she has been so raw and vulnerable with her audience from the word go absolutely they have grown with her and they feel like they're not alone because she has put herself out there and her highs and her lows and everything so I don't think Chloe can sometimes really articulate the level of influence that she has Mm. had on these people and it's been beyond mate like honestly (laughs) you don't realize what you have 
d- what you were doing for people and just by simply being yourself. And then I think because Chloe has made the dramatic shift from the party world into like this healing, self-love, this world that we're in now, people have seen that and they know that it's authentic and they've seen a shift in her. So they, they're like, okay, They've cool. been along for that ride Yeah, with they're you. like, yeah. 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 And they, they want to feel good as well. So, you know, props to you, mate. You don't give yourself enough credit. <laughs> And, but I think also because you're in it, it's hard for you to see it because you're still going through it. Correct. You know, definitely. every day. But I also think, you know, exactly to your point, social media has definitely got its downfalls and its risks, particularly for young girls in an environment which is very visual and very comparative. Mm. But it is also the greatest tool that most of us have. I wouldn't have been able to start a business. I'd be a yeah. really unhappy lawyer with like serious depression. And, I mean, I had, you know, I've been through depression anyway, but in yeah. that environment in particular, mm-hmm. yeah. it wouldn't have allowed me to meet half the people who are my friends exactly. now and make strong connections because you're, you build community and yeah. even things like you know when I first started following you Chloe is through the Orvilles and it's Angry Dad yeah. like that mm-hmm. was how because Nick was following the family and then I started following you and you are not the person at that point that I would expect to share openly about acne yeah. or to just really like you know and guys if you don't know um, Chloe and Mitch recently had a miscarriage and, and again not something you would ever expect that you would share so openly for the benefit of others going through that yeah and I think that's amazing because you are a really good example of someone who can dress up and do the glam events and be you know have your so many followers and doing all these exciting things but you're also like I've been wearing a lot of makeup this weekend and that Mm -hmm. makes my skin break out and look at my big fat pimples like Mm -hmm. yeah that's the stuff that changes people's lives you know yeah but she dresses up and looks pretty because she's a Libra and likes aesthetics. My sister calls me a, a glam hippie loner. Like she's a glam hippie loner. Like when she dresses up, she doesn't do that for anyone else but herself. I'll tell you that right now. And it, it, so, yeah, we could talk about star signs all day too. Anyway. <laughs> so at what point did you guys both branch out from you know, doing the work that you were doing. So Molly at Bondi Sands and Chloe, you know, dropping out of uni and kind of trying to figure out what you were going to do and and embracing your social media for what it is. Chloe started her own activewear range and Molly branched out into her own social media consulting business. When did you decide to make them businesses? Like to make it from a hobby and something that you were using Mm -hmm. for fun to I'm going to actually make this my career. And how did you do that? Okay. Yeah, so with Zep, I started as doing just a fitness page and I was really into the health scene I was eating really holistically and like whole foods organic all the time just that um, came from my acne first just because I wanted to see if eating healthy foods would get rid of my acne which I mean it helped but um, I feel like there's a deeper root cause to my acne than just food Mm -hmm. Um, so I went through that whole journey and um the whole fitness journey and then that led me to activewear because I wanted to get people in really nice activewear that they loved and because I'm a Libra I love nice things (laughs) and looking good when you're working out and that was my um, end goal was to make people feel good while working out as well as have that creative passion Mm. so then that ended up being um, that I started that like a year ago 
um, launched in January, but I've been doing it for the last two years. But that's just been a really fun outlet for me, designing, and people love it as well. They feel good in it, so that mm. makes me really happy. Mm. And then it's just, yeah, come really far from then. Mm. I can't believe it's only been a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And what about you, Molly, with your business? Um, okay, so I, from my lowest moment in my life, we shall say, with my husband, that really opened my eyes to a lot of things in life and the self discovery journey that I went on for myself I really learned to trust my intuition again mm-hmm. and to put myself first so every cell in my body had changed I was a new person because of the work that I had done so it kind of got to the early this year and I just remember waking up one morning and my body was like you're done with Bondi Sands. No hard feelings. Best yeah. time of my absolute life. Yeah. But I just, I something bigger came over me and I just had no choice but to listen. And because I had worked on myself so much for the past two years, when a voice comes up like that now, I don't doubt it, even if it doesn't it. make sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if it doesn't make sense. That's intuition. One of the greatest skills is being able to recognise when your time is up somewhere. I yeah. think a lot of people maybe get the signs and they just kind of don't yeah. listen because they're like, oh, that's scary. Yeah. But, I know. And yeah. I know it is scary. I know it is scary. But if you can shut the door on something, it allows space for other doors to open. For other doors to open. But like people, a lot of people, I want to mention too, a lot of people think you're going to shut the door and then the door, you're literally going to walk out and the next door is going to be yeah. open. Sometimes there's a lag. Oh, yeah. And, and that's a dark time. And that's between. a dark time in that <laughs> lag, I'll tell you. But like it's it's just slowing down the momentum and allowing space for what's truly meant to be in your life to come in. So I woke up one morning and I just trusted my intuition Within a week, I had said I was going to quit and then within the month, it was all over. I didn't know I was going to make an app. I just, (laughs) I didn't really know what I was going to do. I was like, I'll be a social media consultant because a few people were asking for help like and I enjoyed chatting to people. But I found that even them, when I would sit down and have consulting sessions, it ended up being like a life coaching session anyway. (laughs) Like I wasn't, like I just, you know, it's... (sighs) I just, something bigger was taking over and Mm -hmm. I just couldn't describe it. And then that's when Bloom. So how did that, so you guys met through Bondi Sands, right? Yeah. Yeah, years ago. Yeah, at the very start. How did that develop? I mean, you guys would have seen each other go through together the most beautiful chapters as well, like going from connecting through social media in a way that, you know, was at very different stages of your life and probably very different relationships with social media as well mm-hmm. to now yeah. starting an app that's going to revolutionise that. So how did you get to let's make I, an app? <laughs> Chloe and I, we – our paths kept crossing. However, we weren't – the timing wasn't right. Yeah. So as I've said a couple of times, something bigger is taking over here and it's happening for both Chloe and I. We almost feel like we're just the pawns in the game that we're just the vehicle to deliver the message. Mm. It, it's So our paths kind of just kept crossing randomly. We didn't think anything of it. And then um, I reached out to her in a, during a really dark time, which was so random because I wasn't allowed to talk to any of my friends about anything. I was I had to be quiet. Yeah, it and was random. It was random. So randomly I went to the gym with Chloe and I just 
openly told her everything because she was so removed from the situation yeah and that was random and then at the start of the year she was looking for a PA and I wasn't going to be a PA but I replied to her DM saying oh look out for you and then she's like you keen and I'm like not really (laughs) and then but then I ended up managing her Oh, is that how it started? Yeah, so I managed her for a couple of months and while Chloe was kind of going through a transition and then... And then then it was just a love fest from there. Well, then, yeah, we went to America and Chloe was going through some things with Mitch yeah, and just through with her life herself. She's always been spiritual. I'm just speaking on behalf of you now. but she's, <laughs> Well, you are <laughs> yeah. her former manager. I yeah, mean. I know. She's <laughs> always been spiritual, now. but she. I just felt like she didn't know how to integrate everything into one go. So when we went to America, that was just like a hardcore meditation, Crash course, kundalini oh, yoga, awakening. Mm. awakening. Oh, kundalini. I <laughs> love. Have you tried kundalini? Yes. Do you love it? In LA and at the At Rama? The, yeah. 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 It was my first one. I was like, whoa. Me too. <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? But it's, yeah, but it's awesome. Like, I do it every so morning. liberating. I don't know if I could do it every morning. I do it every morning. I'm moderate woo-woo. Like on the spectrum, yeah. I'm like, I can either. And that's cool. Yeah. You're I'm a like human. either hardcore, mm-hmm. open chakras, all the things, yeah. or I'm like totally the other way. See, I just, I swing. Yeah. You know? See, this is the thing with Kundalini. This, like we have put this in the app that just small, simple exercises. So I only do about five to ten minutes every morning. Ah, oh, okay. It doesn't so not have, the full. No, it doesn't have. Well, it's doing still the full every day. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I would actually like, love it. I'm not. Gonna I would lie. love it too. Yeah, but it, you'd be on top of another world. I feel. I don't yeah. think I could do any of my normal life. For those people stuff, that though, don't know other like yeah. For those people that don't know what Kundalini Yoga is, so it's even the teachers <laughs> who teach it. A weird, think it's weird. Like yeah. it, it's it's a very weird thing because you use sound, you use breath, you use body movement, and it's a scientific formula that if you do the same kriya, which is an exercise every single day, you can change pathways in your brain. Mm. So it's not like it's you just do some weird stuff, but it's totally worth it. But um, I've gone off track, but <laughs> <laughs> but worth it. It's so worth just it. Just YouTube Kundalini Yoga, and you'll see one. Or download think it's weird. Or download the app. <laughs> or yeah. Or yeah. Download the app. It's on the <laughs> um, so yeah, back to the app. So seems like it kind of represents where you guys were coming to in your lives anyway, like coming towards and embracing the spiritual sides of yourself and then finally having a place to kind of put it all. So for yeah. anyone who hasn't seen previews or who hasn't, you know, been introduced to the app yet, it is firstly so comprehensive. Most people's first times first time apps are very, very simple, but you've got like a million different things going on. There's colouring in, there's yoga, there's breathing, there's video. Like I was just like, whoa. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> from it. Like, only I, more to come. Yeah, there's I can only imagine. Yeah, we're going large. From a nuts and bolts perspective, like not having ever developed an app before, you know, where do you start? I think the most overwhelming thing for so many people is entering a world they've never entered before mm-hmm. without experience and especially apps because they're very intimidating. How do you? How did you guys even firstly decide to do it and then where did you go to build it? And then how did you decide what you were going to put in it and what are your favourite features? Yeah, we were literally sitting at Hunky Dory having a <laughs> meeting for when you were managing me, yeah. just about random stuff. And we were like, how do we get this out to people? Because she showed me Kundalini and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> life-changing. This is amazing. This is life-changing. We have to get it out to everyone. And then we were sharing, like Chloe was sharing what she loved. I was sharing what I loved. And yeah. together we were like, 
these are just such simple tools that we know can help people. Like, how do we get it out to people? Yeah, we were like, it's all about personal growth. The growing of the flower is like symbolic to growing yourself. And then... Actually, do you know, do you know really how it happened? It all we... Like, it happens so easily and so quickly. Yeah. And I hate to even say this, but it's just because it, we were so aligned that all the ideas that were coming to to us just would, came out. We just came. Yeah. Like every time we would sit down, we would get so excited and inspired that we'd start talking and we can't even tell you what took over us and we, we started write writing on paper <laughs> and we don't it didn't even feel like we were doing work. So then Chloe we we were going to do a ebook and then Chloe's <laughs> like I know a guy and an app guy. An app guy. Oh, and then it just all <laughs> And blah, then it all fell together. <laughs> yeah. We had a meeting and then by like a month later we were seeing the first stages of the app. And we wow. were like, we were are like, we making an app? Like we, it happened so quickly yeah. that we don't even still to this day believe what happened. But don't you think that the coolest ideas that are the most aligned with what you do happen that way? Like yeah. people yeah. get so bogged down and like business plan and like months of planning and let's slow things down and like mm. really cover everything. But sometimes you just go with it. And yes. Yes. I get that people I get that people want to plan. I get that. Yeah. But Chloe and I are living proof that when you <laughs> took a little bit of time to work on yourself as a human and to get yourself in a grounded place and to just be a little bit more self-aware, when you work on yourself and create space for Ideas. Ideas mm. and things, people to automatically come into your life. It doesn't have to be as grind, 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 grind as what people think it is. Yeah. When something. Rest, reflection. Yeah, when something is aligned, I, we're living proof that it will come to you. Um, and we have just trusted. It hasn't felt like work to us because we know that we have been put on this planet to do this and to raise the consciousness oh. of the world. And that like where this is even going to go we can't even put into words like this is just the beginning yeah so I literally took it the first time I used the app was on our like mini moon so it was Mm. just after we got married we were totally burnt out just from we'd been overseas and we'd been back and then we get married and I could not put it down like the little um coloring thing like where you color in the mandalas yeah I like Nick would just be like can you put that away <laughs> like a little Asian on a little colouring app at the airport like I wouldn't put it down and then the thing where you like have the pond yeah. and you go through the pond it's just there's so many exercises on there yeah what what are your favourite features and what you know just for anyone who hasn't seen the app what how is it structured like mm. I love that firstly there's a flower which I think is beautiful because no one puts time into the you know mm-hmm. blossoming themselves we just kind of wake up and go straight at the stuff like the yeah. doing and there's no cultivation of yourself so yeah tell explain the concept of the actual how it works uh so you log in you log your mood so how you're feeling um you can kind of journal there's a detail section that you can journal and then it will bring up three tools that you can use to help with that emotion. So a little AI assistant pops up, which a lot of people don't know this, but it's like a little circle and it's a ball. And that, even that, like that to us is our higher selves. It's a little orb and we call it orby. And the orb floats in from the flower. That's right. Yeah. That's an orb. It's an orb and it it represents your higher self. So, but really it's an AI assistant who saw what you logged for your mood for the start of the day. Mm. And then it gives you um, a tool of what you can do based on that mood. And um, and then from there, if you log in and do one tool a day, your flower will bloom. 
over time. But then if you don't want to do any of the tools, you can just like log in. We've got Kundalini, breath work, um, mindful movements, meditations, affirmations, um, games, mindful ga- games. Mindful games. So instead of <laughs> scrolling favorite. on yeah. social media, yeah. you can do that. Um, we've got astrology. We've just added astrology. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So it's not just like the basic star signs, but what it is is what the actual energies are doing universally that day so you can best work with those energies. That's so cool. Um, and also there's a Bloom Talks feed. So this is what we're really going to develop now. We did an event and I was about to ask, you did your first live event? Yeah. So we recorded those videos and put it on the Bloom feed. And basically what we're doing now is continuously adding content to the Bloom feed um, just to educate people about different topics and all tools and yeah. So I often get to speak to people kind of, you know, quite far into their business journey and look back and ask them how they felt at the stage that you guys are at right now. But it'd be really interesting to ask you now and then check in in like a year's time and see how it ends up. In an ideal world, like ideal scenario, what would be, like what are your biggest hopes and dreams or what would be the ultimate, like this is where we want it to end up? To change the world? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think you're probably already doing that. Like you change one person's world, that means you've changed the world. And I think you've probably already achieved that. So should I say what our dreams are? Do we want to? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's Let's get it on the record. So (laughs) we want it to be a, a Bloom universe where it's so filled with that much knowledge and information that people don't need to get off it. So in essentially it turns into like a Facebook or Instagram, but for spirituality and mindfulness. Wow. Yeah. And But I say that and I also don't want to put a ceiling on that either. No. Yeah. It's, and that, yeah. Because it, it'll go wherever it, it'll go wherever it, it needs to go. It will bloom in whatever direction we, it wants we to bloom. We want to add... Um, <laughs> you know, a system where people can connect as well. So it's almost like a dating service and they can do kundalini yoga with someone in New York mm. or like, honestly, there's so much that we want to do and I'm ready. Yeah, I had a few girls DM me the other day and they caught up. Oh, I don't think I even told you, you this, but they me. caught up through the Bloom Facebook community. Oh, they were so a few sweet. girls that didn't really have any friends and they just said let's go get oh, drinks so good. And they were sending me oh. stories and oh, snapchat what? That doesn't is so it just good. light you up yeah, yeah it was so nice they've got amazing. a cca one and there's a couple of girls who had just moved to sydney and they had no friends and we had this dinner and then they all organized to go oh, on this winery tour that. together i'm like i'm not in the thread anymore <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been moved over yeah, yeah i'm like oh, but that's kind of amazing you yeah. want to be redundant almost you want them to go and like do their thing together For and sure. connect with each other For sure. yeah i feel like connection is a massive part of mm. yeah us as humans yep and to be able to do that is just so rewarding it is oh absolutely well I think one other thing that also helps with connection particularly in receiving messages and understanding the understanding the context of where the app came from is to you know you guys both mentioned that you've had challenging times that have led you to this point so the next segment is NATA which is pretty much covering all of those things that have obstructed your joy as you've gone along so I imagine obviously separation has been a big one Mm -hmm. Uh, body image self-confidence self-doubt is one of the biggest things that you hear in starting new things because it's such a natural reaction to be like I don't know about apps like Mm. how am I this is going to fail like you know you're putting yourself out there all the time what have been some of your biggest challenges and how have you been able to build resilience and, and recover from those to now end up where you are today um I feel like maybe pressures for me Mm. and like the pressures through social media and I feel like myself I have to appear perfect in every kind of aspect Mm. Um, 
and just like getting through that I guess and having like an such an influence on people when I went from um being like party girl always dressed up really amazing to like spiritual and loved everything healing and I went kind of woo woo it was <laughs> it was a little bit like how are my followers going to react to this mm. like am I still going to get a bit of love like there was a bit of self-doubt and there still is like for some topics that I absolutely love to talk about mm. I still doubt if I should be saying that um so yeah elements of self-doubt definitely for me mm. what about things like you know having you know, eating disorders or your relationship with your body when you are putting yourself out there all the time. And then Chloe, with the miscarriage, your life with, you know, with Mitch, with both of you having big profiles, that pressure to kind of be connected and and you almost, when you build a community, feel a responsibility to share everything because you're like, well, they deserve it because, you know, I don't want to share some bits and not the others. But then you're also like, this is a really personal time, you know, and going through something that maybe I don't want to share. Like, how do you guys balance that? I feel like... um YouTube or social media is like a TV show and if you're Mm. not doing seasons people are going to tap out Mm. so like you kind of have to keep them updated in your whole life otherwise they're going to lose track and be like well I'm I'm not interested anymore yeah so does that make you guys feel like you can't turn your phones off or have time off like I know you know the productivity pressure to be connected all the time yeah but then you having Molly having had chronic fatigue before Mm. I know that I've had chronic fatigue as well. Mm. We need to disconnect probably more than the average person. Yeah, like, how do you balance that? Well, I can because I'm like Chloe's on another level influencer. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm still like under wraps, and it's great. Um, and I, I just make it a non-negotiable. Like if I, I share what I. Everything comes from intuition. To be honest, if mm. I feel inspired or my intuition tells me to share something, I will share something. Mm. If it doesn't, I won't do it. Like I, I'm just so big on listening to myself and my body now that I know what is right and wrong to put out there and what is not. If I need to disengage for a few days, I can. Mm. But I'm not, I'm not an influencer like Chloe. Like Chloe's been in this world since, since she was like 14. Well, I was going to say, do you think it's easier for you to have those boundaries because you went through your 15 to 30 without it? Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I feel like that... I'm on a, like, I'm almost like addicted to my phone. Even yeah. Mitch and I are both like always on our phones and we have to actually be like, let's go to dinner and mm. put our <laughs> and look at away. each other. Well, that's a pattern that you have to undo and unlearn. And yeah. it's, it's the same as me being in a relationship for 14 years. Yeah. I've done four, nearly half of my life with this guy who I would put my, his opinion before my own. I have to unlearn that. Yep. And that's the same. You've been in this influencer world on your phone since that age. Like you have to – like the, the best thing for you is that you're aware of it Yeah. because then you can start to undo the patterning. Self-awareness is the key to life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also hard when your partner's in it too. I mean it would be different if he was like, I don't have Instagram, I don't care about it. But because you both have profiles in your own rights for different reasons, mm. you both kind of understand why you need to be on it, which means you're yeah. probably more forgiving than you should be. And Nick and I are the same. Like, we'll just literally sit there for hours and be like, I'm just doing my caption, babe. Like, mm. yeah. And because yeah. none of us pulls each other up because we both get it, then yeah. it five hours has passed and we're like, oh, my God, I haven't spoken to each other because <laughs> we've just been, like, looking at all the photos. <laughs> but it's, it's almost harder when you don't have a third party being like, guys, come on, like, look at each other. Mm. Yeah, it would be easier. But then I feel like I would put my phone down too much and maybe not do work. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I'm correct. either one or, like, I'm... S- 
it's one end of the spectrum or the other. And yeah, you're learning. Too. You're learning. When yeah. I go away to the country, I'm like, whoa, free spirit. Like, I don't need digital. And like, go barefoot and I don't post anything. Mm. Yeah. But then I'm in the city and I'm like, like four posts a day. I yeah. can't, there's like no middle ground. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. true. And yeah. you feel a bit guilty if you're not putting up stories all the time. Totally. Even if you're on a little retreat break. Yeah, but then you feel like, yeah, I'm on this retreat. I should probably share the retreat yeah. and tell people what I'm going through. Show yeah. people how beautiful it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is your job. Yeah. Like, you know, that that is your job. And Chloe has built a community mm. um, of people who have followed her journey. So you kind of do feel like you have to let them in a little bit. And, yeah. um, but I think, you know, you will find your boundaries as time goes on of what and especially now that you've got businesses and everything you don't have to be as transparent as what you need to be because that was probably your income previously to that so you I think are learning and can find a way to have a happy medium yeah definitely. Um, especially like when you're a mum like you're not going to want to be so I know that's what Mitch and I always say yeah it's like what if we have a kid that's going to be our number one thing is to like not go on our phones. Mm. Yeah. It'll be the hardest thing. But it's almost like that gives you a reason to put in boundaries. Like that'll be yep. a whole new chapter where suddenly you're like, actually, we want to set up our life so that we don't have to do that. Like yep. by then the businesses will be to a point probably where you can kind of put that up as a bit more of a front. Because yeah. yeah. when I do want to retreat, I just go, oh, Matcha Maiden's really busy, even though it's probably not. I just mm. don't really want to be on my phone that much. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's good when you, when you don't, when your whole uh, like personal brand isn't just yourself yeah. because it gets exhausting. Yeah, it does. And it's hard to have boundaries then. And in- sometimes you just want to like wallow in your own problems without sharing them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then you don't want to misrepresent that you're happy all the time. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm not yeah. showing a full picture. It's such a, it's really, it's a hard so balance true. to yeah. get right. I feel that mm-hmm. yeah. on another level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that actually leads really nicely to the last section, which is called Play TA. And I think it's one of my favourites because most people forget to play firstly because we're so busy kicking goals all the time and like achieving things and being busy and like when your personal brand is your work even more the lines are blurred between what's what you do for fun just purely for fun and what you're doing that's fun and work yeah so do you guys let yourselves have any time that's separate to your work and What's your identity outside of that? Like, what are the things that just make you so happy, that make you forget what time it is, that make you put your phone down and and that bring you just pure joy, separate to, like, it's productive or mm-hmm. it's good for me or I should do it? Uh, I love laying in the sun and reading a book. Mm. I literally live for Glorious. that. It's the best. Um, and going to the beach and spending time with friends Mm. with no phones Mm. honestly no phones is the biggest thing to enjoying time yeah also um being alone would be a massive thing for me and just like enjoying my own time watching like a tv show Mm. just Just the little things just honestly the littlest things bring the most peace and happiness I think so too. And I think sometimes people think, oh, if I can't go on a silent retreat, then I can't rest at all. And it's like, you can just like Mm. read a book for half an hour or 15 minutes a day. And Mm. that kind of just disconnects you from being so Mm. on all the time. Do you feel like moving away from a big city has helped with the boundaries? I cannot even tell you. Like we didn't even get in the car for the whole two weeks that we were there. We walked everywhere to the cafe, to the beach, everywhere to get food. We literally walked barefoot everywhere. And oh it was the best gosh. thing ever. Mm. I can't oh, even did you tell not you. move permanently? 
No, no, no. As in, we got an Airbnb, but we're oh, looking for a place. Oh, yeah, okay. So we were in an Airbnb for just like um, testing out three living. weeks, yeah. testing out the area. But we're living with mum okay. until we find a place. Oh, but I, it was just so nice. Well, because then it puts the boundary there. Like it's physically there, so you're not tempted. Like every event that goes on, you know, you, it's, it's yeah. so nice to mentally separate yourself. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What about you, Molly? Um, I have a morning routine that's just, well, not a routine, but like a ritual where I'll do kundalini or I'll do something (laughs) that just grounds myself for the day. Yeah. And that to me is fun. (laughs) 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 And yeah. And then travel to me, that is when I'm just like in my bliss haven, Mm. like riding a bike along Venice Beach, Mm. wind in my hair, in my bikinis, by myself. I love being in a big city on the other side of the world by myself. It's interesting that you both said that. Yeah. A lot of people aren't comfortable in their own company. We love it. Revel in it. Yes, same. I love it so much. When we were in America, I swear we wouldn't even speak. Like we'd be in yeah. But aren't those the best Doing friendships? Oh, 100%. Where you're 100%. like, can be we get together it. and yeah. just yeah. be separate and not talking and it's um, still yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Or well, she would go out for the day yeah. and <laughs> I'd be like, I'll go to Abbott Kinney. Oh, so good. God, I love LA. Yeah. yeah. But it's, um, yeah, just having, a, oh, I just have to, to, so that it's not just all go, go, go and work, work, work. Mm. By me having that morning ritual every day, that sets me up for whatever is going to come for the day. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's the most vital and important thing that anybody can do for themselves. Absolutely. Is starting the day on the right foot. And to me, I've done that enough now that it is fun to me and I know mm. how much better the day will be if I do do it. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. And then, yeah, just travel, trying new things. I love adventures. Yeah. Even a supermarket is an adventure for yes. me sometimes. Oh, Erewhon. <laughs> and they, then. They're the first place I go. Oh, Any yeah. city we go to, I go straight to a supermarket. I'm like, I just need to suss out yeah. the landscape. Like yeah. it tells you everything about the place everything that you're in. I'm like, is there good yogurt? Is there yeah. shit yogurt? Like, I know. Are there nuts? Is there, is there oat nut milk? butter? I know. Like, do you I have know. oat milk at this place? Yeah, what kind of chocolate is there? Is there alkaline water? I know. Does it go up to 10 plus yeah. or are we sitting around the seven mark? Yeah. <laughs> and in America you find all the cool things like CBD and the I water. I know. I could just go down to the Whole Foods aisle all day Oh, long. my God. It's I have spent so much money in Whole Foods in Have-in my life. Yeah. It's like screw Rodeo Drive and, and like designer clothes. Me I'm too. just straight yeah. to the food. <laughs> me too. And you meet such like-minded people over there too. Oh, yeah. Like in the Whole Foods aisle. Yeah, just hovering. Because we're all in the same boat. Yeah, like, it's, it's like just, why don't you have any money? Yeah. Because I shop here. Yeah, because I just bought this 10 <laughs> dollar chocolate bar yeah. with two pieces in it <laughs> yeah. but it's organic yeah you know, and look at my skin I'm the moon. glowing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right just to finish up what are three interesting things about each of you that don't normally come up in interviews <sighs> which is hard I mean you guys share a lot of stuff but I think this is where you have to really dig deep on like funny little party tricks or I- I'm really good at the limbo Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm actually like, you know. Flexi back. No, and I, you, I have such a flexible it's back. It's all that kundalini. It's, no, I've had a flexible back since birth. Oh. She's a ballet. Yeah, I was a, ba- oh, I was a ballerina, ballerina for 20 years. Oh, so was I. Oh, my God. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that about me. Um, yeah, ballerina for 20 years and uh, I'm very good at limbo and, um, oh, Oh, do I want to tell people? Oh yeah, babe, just spill. I am. I'm. I'm, a, I'm becoming a psychic. Wow. Yeah. 
Are you? Well, you know that. God, the she's like, no, she is. <laughs> yeah. she's You're a vessel. Sucking. But you were channeling when I... Yeah, I can channel. You were channeling through writing. I can channel through writing. And I don't wow. ever... Oh, great. Now people know how weird and I am. And can I tell them about the... No. Oh, okay. Are you going to say about that? <laughs> not, not, not that one. Okay, well... That's too woo. <laughs> <laughs> is there such a thing? Though? No, there is. There's no, there too is. many. Yeah, okay, okay. There is. Yeah. Yeah. We the can pe- offer the people aren't ready. When I meditate, I can go to like like I don't need psychedelics in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, because you're fully. I I am very good at. Already. I am batshit crazy. Yeah, nice. Like I can go to places. Like I I will see things in the future. Like I get downloads. Like if you and me were sitting here speaking, and I like I would get a download. I describe it like in the Matrix. Like you know how it they, just is in your brain. They insert like karate or whatever into their head yeah I will get that with the information that I need to give you in literally one second and then I have to find a way to articulate it so yeah never told anyone that that's weird oh guys exclusive content yeah Molly's a freak (laughs) yeah we had that so I was on Necker Island a couple of weeks ago and one of the girls there was exactly the same and she was just like she just came to me and like grabbed my shoulders and she's like we need to do a reading. I, I've been, I've got, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. She's like, it just, I have to get it out. Like it's come to me. Yeah. And, and it she does. did it for everyone. And she's yeah. like, either it comes or it doesn't. But yeah. if it comes, like I have to find a way to yeah. pass it on because it's not me. It's a it's vessel. Not, I'm a vessel. A, okay. Thank you for bringing that up because that's how I feel with Bloom. You're a vessel. We, Chloe and I are just vessels and we're just here to do whatever it is that, because. Comes to mind. Comes to mind too. So because <laughs> yeah. this is. Like a down, it's the matrix. You got, it's the matrix. It is the matrix. No, but it's. <laughs> That we're not the Matrix, we're the good ones. And then, so basically, I, I said this before as well, but what I see, like you have a light, I have a light, Chloe has a light. So many of us have a bright light in this world and mm. we're all doing our part to try and make that light just a little bit brighter and to spread the light to other people so oh, then the whole world basically lights up. up. That essentially is us raising the consciousness of the world. Yeah. And this is the time that we're coming into right now and we are all starting to like it's no coincidence that social media is out right now and you have a platform where you can speak about this sort of thing where Chloe has a platform that can speak about this sort of thing like Mm. it's no coincidence that Chloe and I got together she has a voice that can get out to so many people I've Mm. got a message like it's just nothing it's all unraveling it's all unraveling as it should and I think from next year onwards we feel like something big is going to happen around January February that's going to not just for us but for the world whether it's good or bad but it's going to kind of just shake shit up shake stuff up and it's going to really um and lucky for bloom we will have everyone's backs yeah (laughs) yeah like it's a time when we all need to get together yeah Yeah, i agree that's what we feel absolutely yeah what about you chloe what are your three things Oh, did I even say three? I said like five hundred and seventy things, but they were all—they were all amazing. <laughs> I can cry like a baby. Oh, she can cry like a baby. You're gonna have to do it. Oh, like on cue. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. <laughs> guys, okay, guys, guys, it's happening. <laughs> Whoa. That yeah. did not even sound it's like it came trip. from your body. No, that's what I mean. It the came first. from the vessel. It came <laughs> from... <laughs> she's just the vessels. vessel. I'm the vessel. That so was what amazing. Else? Two other things. Yeah, two other things. Ooh. Um... <laughs> it's, it's a hard one. It is hard. And it's hard when you share a lot. But mm. I think that's why it's even more interesting. I feel like everyone knows everything. Because then people are like, oh my God, I didn't know that. 
What would you say? Yeah, okay, I'll jump in because I'll... Yeah, yeah you can choose one for her. Um, what don't people know about you? It can be like middle names. It can be something about you and Mitch. It can be like snoring or like, I don't know, pet peeves are always interesting. Like some people are like the coolest, calmest people and then they just get enraged by like small things. It's hilarious. Mm, <laughs> now, Chloe's pretty chill. She's pretty Do you have a middle chill. name? Elise. Elise. But do people know that? Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe's, Chloe's pretty out there. Chloe <laughs> eats the there. same thing for breakfast every morning. And so do I, which Gluten is even weirder. Gluten-free toast, yeah. hard fried eggs and avocado. Oh, nice. Ooh. Good routine. It's a good start, to the, good start to the day. I'm poached eggs with avocado, goat's cheese and sourdough oh, every day. Yeah. That is delicious. Sometimes mushrooms. Try some Vegemite on that. Oh, yeah, always with the avocado. Yes. Yeah. God. Or salted butter. There's so, oh, I, don't, yeah. I could I Yeah, could talk <laughs> we about could go, breakfast we could go all day. <laughs> I could talk about breakfast all day. And I, I don't know, Chloe, what else is there? Um, what would Mitch say is something weird about you or quirky? <laughs> oh, Chloe's actually a good singer. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Oh, good Do job. you ever do it? Have you done it on YouTube? Oh, I used to, but I took them all down. I was going to say, oh, I'm she's a go really like, good singer. The OG followers will have no we'll remember about those yeah. videos. Yeah, but they're hidden away. Oh my god, babe, you need a you need a second wind. You need to put them back out. My throat chakra is always blocked. No, not anymore. But We've it's open today. We've worked on that all year. <laughs> and uh, when I lived with I lived with um, Chloe and Mitch just before Bloom launched, which was no probably, way. Yeah, oh, there's a fun fact. Yeah, that is a fun together. fact. Yeah, we lived together. Everyone did know that, but it couldn't. We had to because we were launching Bloom. So every waking moment we were together, and if we needed to do something, we could do it. It was a yeah, really fun yeah. time. It was a fun time. Yeah, we're packing PR boxes till four a.m. Yeah. Exactly, and then the even, glamorous side of yeah, the glamorous side, and then even when the app launched, like you, me, and Mitch were in your bed, like the three of us were in together, just watching it, all the updates oh. live and everything, and that was that was so, so cool. Oh, and then we were the number one. Memories. I know, I we know, were, within like what twenty four hours or something. Yeah, and, and we, we were went, all watching it, and we were just like, oh. And apparently, like you might get to number one and stay for like a couple of hours, and we were there for like three days. Yeah, That's I know. We just couldn't believe it, even like. Now, when we talk about look it, look how sparkly her eyes are right now. No, I know you're just like, I know. I know. It's just, it's yeah, it's it's bigger than us, and we're just here to do what we need to oh, do. Guys, I'm so excited for what's to come. Thank so you. so excited for you both. Yeah. And very last question: What's your favorite quote? Oh, I've got so many. My favorite quote, I think I said it earlier at the start of this, is the only way out is through, mm. and that life happens for you, not to you. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Not very good on the spot. I've got heaps, but I can't think of any. <laughs> Why don't you read that one? I've got some here. She's got Can some in just... here. My, I thank you so much for the seeds, the yay, beautiful. What would you call them? They're little, they're little flip books. They're flip books. Yeah. Sarah gave us both these. Oh my god, they're so cute. <laughs> I'll make sure Chloe puts it on her story. Just oh. <laughs> said that. But oh, what? Thanks, um, they're, they're coming back in stock next week. The one that I chose was "Don't let anyone." Oh no, that wasn't it. It was something. Was oh. it the sparkle one? Yeah, never it was let the anyone spa- dull your sparkle simply because it's shining in their yeah, eyes. Yeah, and this is actually something that I have. I'm trying to teach myself like Mm. you know I feel like I'm really happy at the moment and 
you know, things weren't good previous to this. And by me being happy, sometimes I feel a little bit guilty that things are going well and I don't want to make other people who might be in going through a bad phase feel Mm. uncomfortable. Mm. Um, But that's not how we should live. No. And I think also that you can be the inspiration for someone going through a hard time to get to where you are. Yeah. Like, the solution is not to curtail your happiness but to shine as like a, an example of that yeah. you can come through the other end and then find that happiness again. A hundred percent. And I also like, you know, just because I'm having a good moment now, it doesn't mean life's not going to continue to happen in the future. Yeah, totally. So, you know. It's and we're all on different paths at different times. It absolutely. all kind of comes in waves. And yeah, I think- absolutely. And I, I don't know if I said this here or somewhere else, but like your version of rock bottom might be someone else's version like it oh, it's all be, relative. It's all, yeah. you know, yeah. so what might be really, really bad for somebody else might not necessarily be bad for you, but they still the same, feel the same amount of pain. Yeah, so totally. They just, you know, sorry, Chloe, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> a good quote is no rain, no flowers. Oh, yes. yes that's such a good one. Oh, bloom. oh, Molly's got another one. <laughs> bloom with grace. To bloom with grace. So Chloe and I, there's another fun fact. Chloe and I had the same tattoo and we got that at different times. Not together. And it's a both Stop a flower it. blooming. We both. Is yeah. that how you decided the name? Yeah, well, I think it was. The name was just like, honestly, just came to us. I know. We didn't even think about what? the name. You have literally almost the same tattoo. Yeah. And then the first employee that we hired, her name's Grace. And you have a Grace tattoo. <laughs> Guys, this is just yeah. <laughs> very weird. I have to stop right now because my mind is blown all over the place. This was amazing. Thank you guys so much for joining and sharing your yay. This is I'm so excited. Everyone, you have to download the app right now. It's so amazing and I'll pop links in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for, having us. for having us. Thank you. Woo! Oh, I'm still chuckling about our little kundalini chat. If you haven't done it before, I don't even know if I'd recommend it. (laughs) What a beautiful transition for these two and so much for us all to gain from it. I'll pop the link to download the app in the show notes and I'd highly recommend you give it a go to wind down from a huge 2019. As always, I'd be so grateful if you'd take a screenshot to it right now and share this episode tagging at Chloe Zepp at Molly Jane and at Blue Map so the girls know what you thought. Thank you all so much for the support this year. It has been absolutely phenomenal. As I mentioned, we'll be taking a few weeks off after the last episode, which is coming your way in a few days. In the meantime, I would love your thoughts or feedback from this year or suggestions for next year. Always love to make sure that I'm on the mark of what you guys want to hear. I'd be really interested in particular to know if you really like the Q&A structure or if you'd like to break it up with a couple of just general chats on topics in between all the interviews. I'd love to know if you want more live events or if you want less or if you want to do neighborhood events or classes or whatever it may be. I just love as much feedback as possible. And if you haven't joined our CZA Facebook group where the neighborhood really gets going, then please do. I will pop a link in the show notes for that too. Hope you're having an amazing day and are seizing your yay.